Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. What up, dog? Hello, world. What you up to? Just got you some good food in? Mm-hmm. Little dumplings? I'm about to turn into a dumpling. I had it about two <laughs> nights in a row. That ain't enough to turn into it, though. You got it. I had it for breakfast. <laughs> you had dumplings for breakfast? I did. Dumplings and grits? No. Dumplings and eggs? I had dumplings and pasta for breakfast. Does that classify as a struggle meal? Uh, when, you, when you hit the dumplings for breakfast? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up. Let's dive into this. What are the What are the characteristics or the qualifications for a struggle meal? A struggle meal is what someone puts together when they don't have anything better. So it's like if you had everything in, that you wanted in your kitchen, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't need it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be eating that. So that's a struggle meal. All right. All right. What if it? All right. So it's no like limit on. So say if it's something like hella good, like so like Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? We eat. Had a little leftovers, right? <laughs> at what day does it become like for anything, even if it's something hella good? At what point is it just like, all right? I think after a week of eating it, then like you might want to chill. A week? That's long. I was about to say like maybe three, four days. It's I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I do. Uh, I don't even know if I do like Thanksgiving food. For longer than like five days. It's not long when your mama pushes about two weeks and then she frees the rest and eat it like randomly six months later. So. Oh, no, 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 no. This is still going to be good. My family grew up in the Depression. <laughs> hey, yo. So, hey, that was just a quick, that was a quick struggle meal. Breakdown? Breakdown. I, I'm trying to figure What's my favorite? I, I think the most struggly of the struggle meals, like, I think one time I had to eat grits for like a week straight almost. <laughs> grits for like a week straight? It was like, like, that was amazing. Like, it was other stuff, but that was like the man. Like, it was like bread and, you know, but it was like, nah, bro, we had to go. I, I was eating grits for like a week straight. You got I would just switch it up just for like the taste. Like sometimes I do it with salt and pepper, butter. Sometimes I would do it with sugar. <laughs> Make you feel like you was eating something else. <laughs> but it was still that white bowl of grain. I will never get tired of ramen. Like every now and then, like I'm not even like struggling, but every now and then I'll just like buy some top ramen and. <laughs> I throw it in that pot for some Hey, is ramen one of them things you do to keep yourself humble? Like, I feel like it ain't never going to be a time in life where I don't have no top ramen around just to remind me of them days. I I <laughs> actually enjoy top ramen. Hey, yo. I like it. It's like top ramen going to be for me with like the penny loafers was to Michael Jackson. Like, you know, Michael Jackson said he wore the same shoes every day. Like, he always had on the black penny lovers danced in or performed in the winter award shows in it because they reminded him of, like, the struggle and, like, people around. <laughs> I really? think, yeah, the thing I'm going to keep around is going to be that top ramen. All 3,000 calories. <laughs> uh, Honestly, probably me, too. Yeah, that, you can't get tired of that stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, man, 
You good? Yeah, man. I think niggas getting sick, man. You said sick? Yeah, bro. Oh, I got something for you, bro. Don't even trip. Hold on. Mm, I'm not sure why you have whatever you have. Exactly. It's vitamin C, bro. Uh, thanks, Mir. It's that vitamin C, yo. Whenever that, whenever I get sick, that's what I take. Vitamin C, night quill, day quill. I'd be good in like two, three days, regardless of what it is. It worked. How, it said I gotta say forty shots. No, 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 no. I think uh. that's the nigga. I think that's the max for a day. Uh. <laughs> I think you're supposed <laughs> to take them like every five to six hours or something like that. I good looking, one. man. Yeah, nah, uh, who was it? Sierra put me on that. She was like, look, nigga. She was like, if you ever got the flu or whatever, like vitamin C, Theraflu, which would be like your day quill almost, mm. and then night quill. I met Take this all really three of those. nice white on a plane, and she was talking to me <clears> about um, whatever, just like taking care of yourself and being good and all that. Mm-hmm. And she said her and her family like went to some, whatever, they went overseas and she kept trying to remind them to use hand sanitizer all the time and to take vitamin C every day. Oh, overseas. They, when they're leaving, she's the only one that's not sick. Her family is, like, super sick. Mm. So it's, like, little small stuff like that. It's like, actually, this is actually very important. Yeah, I started keeping the hand sanitizer on me, too. Like, in my backpack, yeah, I keep that in there. I could do better with that. Yeah, I, That's why I got to get my fanny pack, bro. I told Pops to put me on with the Gucci junk. The Gucci, <laughs> <laughs> yo. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's some stuff a man's supposed to keep with him at all times, but like you can't keep all this stuff in your pocket and all the time you ain't really gonna want a backpack. So I feel like I'm happy the fanny pack is coming back, son. I ain't gonna lie. You don't like man bags? I, I mean, those is cool too. You prefer a fanny pack? I feel like the fanny pack more my swag, bro. But I would do the man bag. Mm-hmm. The little slight one, but I don't know. Some of them be boxed too much like a purse. I need that that man bag that look man enough. You feel me? Okay. So, but it's a few things that got to go in there. Like, a man always need, these a few things. You got to keep your hand sanitizer on you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a don't must. Uh, fingernail clippers. Mm. I think you should keep that on you at all times. Wow. Um. Uh, the toothpick things, mm-hmm. uh, either real toothpicks or like the you know the little floss Plastic sticks. With the thread. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. And then outside of that, I think you should always have like what was the last thing it was? I always got it on me too. Chapstick. Chapstick. That's what it was. Chapstick. Man should always have them things. Hmm. Okay. I like that. Always, always on them. Which you are in the car. With you or in the car. Yep. That's a good list. Yeah, it's just, you know. And then I would, I put also a little bit of, you know, like uh, either some uh, some oil, some smell good, like mm-hmm. oil if you use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people use a little, just got an axe joint just for emergency. Mm-hmm. Just to keep it smelling good or some cologne, like just a little one around. Would you do that or deodorant? If you had to choose which one to keep on you. I keep one of those on me, too. I keep a stick of deodorant in my bag. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I put it in a fanny pack, though. Okay. But I have it around. All right. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if you get one of the little travel joints, like, that would probably, yeah. So, I would say either have it on you, like or I said, like, in the bag or in the car or somewhere. It should be moving with you. So Here's yeah. one. Wet naps. Baby wipes. 
bring it with you everywhere. Low key, you're right about that. Right? Those not gonna fit in. They don't got the. Do they got the travel size for the baby wipes? I don't think so. I haven't seen them. I'll say that. I'm sure they do have them though. Yeah, I but that's something you should you should keep those in the car too, low key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you only gonna be walking around with a dookie booty, bro. Nah. You don't want that. You don't want that. So, hey, in the midst of me coming up with a, a couple of things for us to talk about today, I found a it's a it's a question that I want to like you feel me end with for you. I think it'll be a good discussion. Okay. Um, but we're gonna shoot through a couple of the other ones first. Right. Very yeah. interested to see where you're gonna take this. I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, every time you say that, it I get like a shot of worry. In my stomach. It shoots down to my butt and it gives me gas. So. That's gross. <laughs> Whatever you got to say. That's fucking, that's fucking gross. That's, fu- that's fucking say. disgusting. Alright, so I, I I was a little excited about this, man. I think maybe it'll finally come to an end. It wasn't really all that serious anyway. I don't know. I think it was more serious for Meek than it was for Drake. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like, it's always like both of them. Like, when I tell you, like, that first Dream Chasers mixtape was like my little anthem. Like, that joint kept me going when he first dropped that. So, I, I've been a Meek fan since that. Mm. And, uh, you know, Drake is my guy. Probably my favorite artist right now. I'm pretty sure I was gonna say. I'm yeah, same. Sure. I lied, man. When I was like, when they was going through the thing, I was like, man, I think this nigga Meek is finished. Not even because I wanted him to be finished, but it was just like, I thought Drake was just, he was so big at the time. And then the way Back to Back came out and everybody was going in. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think it was a little bit, I thought it was at the time. I thought it, I thought it was over for him. I was like, damn, I don't know. I hope he didn't just get Ja Ruled. Because I feel like, you know, Meek makes some dope music. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, once you get sometimes that asterisk on you, it's like, you know, because people started kind of just referring to him as like a fuck boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? For like the whole situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, you know, people wasn't really fooling with him. It wasn't, you know, like one of them things that just happened naturally. People kind of felt like he was being petty and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, you know, through watching some of his interviews recently, you know, he kind of said he was going through it too. You know, with like drugs and yeah, just all sorts of too. other stuff. So you just never know. But uh, I think that still don't take away from the fact, you know, he's a dope musician and did stuff. So, with that being said, you know, he's home, mm. free and all of that. So, uh, I think he had talked about Drake a little bit on, I don't know if it was Angie or The Breakfast Club, but he had said he could, you know, he could see them one day getting together and doing something. So, I guess he kind of shouted him out, you Aww. know, I said on the song, you know, you might see me pull up with Drizzy or something, yada, yada, yada. So... I honestly really enjoy when, like, beef is squashed. Like, you enjoy it, like, while it's happening, and then you equally enjoy, like, when it's over with. Yes, that's accurate. I feel you. Like, when you can, like, it could just come full circle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You respect each other's craft at the end of the day. Boom, we did what we did, and then... I think it's almost healthy. Did that happen with Soldier Boy and Chris Brown? <laughs> no. I feel like it Whatever just, happened with nobody, that? I don't know. All I know is that they wasn't fighting no more. That's all I that's all I remember is that they wasn't that's fighting. That's all I remember too, but I never I never remember it being just like over yeah. like squashed. Yeah. I think it just faded to the back, but That was like one of our first episodes too, low key. That's really funny. 
But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on that, man. I think it was like the same with Nas and Jay Z when they finally dapped up. Uh, I'm trying to think who else squashed some beef. Uh, Cardi and Nicki. Did they? Yeah, at the Met Gala, they like at the Met show. Gala. What they took a picture or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's dope. Yeah. yeah that's dope. Um, those are the ones that's kind of coming to to the top. The Cardi and Nicki one kind of happened soon for me. Like I wasn't expecting them to. <laughs> Is Azalea gonna squash it with anybody? Absolutely not. Is anybody gonna squash it with this? <laughs> no, she's a parasite. <laughs> I don't like her at all. Yeah, that's you know. a good one. That's a good one though. Nikki and Cardi squashing it. That's what's up though. I'm glad to glad to see that. Yo, you know, here's what I wanted to ask you about too. This one just kind of popped up. What did you see? What happened when uh, the uh, when Kendrick brought the white girl up on stage? I did see that. Said, I forgot what song it was, but I know she said "nigga" about four times. Uh uh uh. Where you from, my nigga? Where, oh, where you from? Where you stay, my? Yeah. That one. I forget the name of it. Wow. Magic City, Mad City. Mad City. Good. Yeah, I think it was Mad City. That's the name of it. What? Uh, what was your thoughts on that? <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Granted, if I was on stage with one of my favorite artists like I can't really say what exactly I do like that's a lot of adrenaline like I'm happy to be rapping with them they just handed me a mic okay boom I get little girl was excited um I mean I I'm not as upset I'm not as upset about it because I honestly feel like it was like a not an accident, but I feel like she's in the moment. Because I know when she's at home by herself, I know she says it. I know I know you say it. A lot of people do. I'm like, it's, you'd be stupid to think they don't. So I feel like she low-key just like got caught in the moment. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at her for it, to be quite honest. Uh, you nicer than me, bro. Really? You gotta, you gotta, come on, bro. Like, at that point when you hop on stage... You gotta be like, okay, you know what song it is, like. And then also, uh, come on, bro. Like, know, nah, bro. Her fat ass too, knew what was up. Stop. <laughs> I think a lot of blacks give the okay card to a lot of people. Like a lot of people who date black people, I feel like sometimes. Mm. They give them the okay to use it. Mm. A lot of black people that have friends that aren't black, I feel like sometimes... Don't say that shit around they, a whistle. Yeah, nah, same. But <laughs> I feel like a lot of people just give that card out. So I feel like... Let me ask you this. Do you feel like... Because I, I be feeling like this. I feel like some people is more comfortable. I don't know. I feel like some people is more comfortable around artists. I think artists is like cool with it, like... I don't know. I feel like, ah, like I don't know who's like I don't know a super conscious nigga like off the top of my head like. A chance. Nah. Common. Yeah, like maybe somebody like that, like okay. or most deaf or something. Like I don't feel like no white person will hop on stage and be <laughs> and do that with them niggas on stage. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like these niggas is like I don't know. 
I just I feel mean, like what you call this fan base. I don't know. Maybe it, it could be in the fan base, and it's like I I don't. I agree with that. Well, they feel like maybe maybe he's a little white people friendly. Maybe Do he you won't trip. Feel like people feel like that about artists who um are dated who don't date black women. Do you what think you, that has anything to do with it? What you mean? Like um artists who date outside their race do you think their fans feel more comfortable saying certain lyrics if that art- artist does say it or not uh, if they don't date I, black women? i think it might it might be something that could but i don't know i just think if you're a piece of shit you're just a piece of shit dog like you should know like i mean at, in 2018 mm-hmm. you should know like that ain't cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, granted, I can see, like you said, like someone getting hype in the moment, yada, yada, yada. But with that, I don't know, bro. Because it's like, even with me, like certain sensors come on, like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like when I'm around certain people, it's like, oh, I would usually say this then. Coach. But I'm not going to say it now, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is, bro. Like, I feel like white folks be the only ones who trip out and do something like that, dog. And be like, oh, I ain't know. Like, uh. it's like, come on, bro. Really? I don't know. I like on stage like races. that, yeah, I feel like you, like you said, I think everybody says it behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I think for folks to hop on stage, I feel like, bro, in front of millions of people, like you gotta. Mm-hmm. I agree. Where you from, my? Huh? You like, you could have did anything, my. <laughs> yeah. Something, but I don't know. You're right. You're right. But I do think that some people's, like you said, I don't know if it's because of who they date, but I do think that some people's fans think they more white friendly than others. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Kendrick one of the people for some reason. Like, I don't know. But I feel like everybody wouldn't get up on stage and do that with every artist. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're right. I agree. So here's one story I'm kind of getting. I'm kind of getting tired of it, man. But it's a, a movie coming out about Biggie's murder. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, Forrest starring Whitaker. Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker. I forgot the name of it. Uh, oh, it's called City of Lies. Mm-hmm. City of Lies. And uh, like I said, Johnny Depp, Forrest Whitaker, and it's talking about a journalist and a cop who was investigating Biggie Smalls' murder mm-hmm. and diving into the L.A. Police Department. And me and Nigel had talked about this. Uh, I'm just, I don't know. I think I'm just getting kind of tired of folks. Like, because we know what's going to happen. Like, you might give us a little bit more in depth, but it's been so many documentaries and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, TV specials. It's like, why we keep doing this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless you're about to give us something like, oh, this is who did it. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And I feel like we already know we don't know who did it. Like, or they haven't brought it forward yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Part of me feels like you should just let them let them rest, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're still trying to, like, open up these wounds with this joint. Like, I don't think it's something that should be, you know, just forgotten about. Because at the end of the day, those people, you know, Tupac and Biggie was murdered. And, like, yeah. it's still nobody been brought forward for it. So, I think... Uh, we definitely can't forget about it, but I just don't know if, like, on the entertainment side of it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need to keep making documentaries and movies. But I don't know. I agree. I agree with that one. Um, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I never, I never looked at it like that, though. 
but I think people are still like trying to capitalize off of it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that people can still capitalize off of because everybody still bumps their music. Everybody is still in love with Biggie and Pac right. and stuff like that. So it's still like something people think that they can make money off of. And they can, so I feel like as long as they can do that, I feel like it's gonna keep it's gonna keep happening or keep coming out. Mm. Feels me. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I mean, with that being said, it did look pretty good. I watched the trailer. I was like, it did Dang. look good. Yeah, I was like, dang, this movie looked like it's gonna be pretty dope. Plus, they got two good actors. Yeah, you know, in it. So I'll probably end up still checking it out, but it's just like, dang. I don't know. I just feel like we could be done with it. Yeah. Not be done with it, but be done with like the entertainment yeah. portion of it. Like you said, keep opening that wound. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For Same sure, for thing. sure. So with that being said, make sure you follow us on all social media. Uh live at the family barbecue on um Instagram. Make sure you hit us one time. Follow our personal pages. I'm AWOL, I M A W A L, on Instagram and Twitter. Mani, you wanna? Yes, yes. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and YouTube. You can find me under there at Imani Shani, I M A N I S H A N I. Don't forget about your YouTube. Like I definitely said, my Instagram and YouTube. You did? It's the same name. Yes, Mir. Imani Shani. Boom. There you go. Thanks, Mir. Okay, so real quick, this is a short one, but ESPN's Jamel Hill. She got the uh, National Association of Black Journalists Journal Journalists of the Year Award. So congratulations to her. I know she had a crazy year last year, getting suspended for speaking that real talk a couple times, and then she left Sports Center. So shout out to her. Much okay. well deserved. Well deserved. There was a lot of back and forth under that uh, under that tweet. Like, oh, for real? She had like just as much love under it as she had hate. And I'm just like, where did that come from? People were saying that she stands up more so for. Um, she is more so about civil rights than she is about sports. I don't know. A lot of people were saying something to that extent, and I feel like I didn't like follow it enough to be able to we talked about it a few times but like she said like what she said like stuff about donald trump and things like that mm -hmm. like about him being divisive and mm -hmm. you know stuff about kaepernick because you know it's like sports so mm -hmm. like that's what everybody i think is talking about like you can't like draw a line like because everything comes into each other like you can say oh stick to sports but it's players that are winning championships and ain't going to see the president, you know, mm -hmm. after they getting presidential invites. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Oh, it's because they're not fooling with him. Or it's like Kaepernick is taking a knee, you know, mm -hmm. for to protest rights. So you can't separate the two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because there's something political going on within sports. So, I mean, all of that is just, that's the MAGA folks True. going crazy, you know. True. The Trump supporters upset probably some of the democrats too you know but you know i think it's just you can't separate the two man and until it's a policy in line saying you know in their contracts that they can't do this or do that like you got to because you can't like i said you can't separate the two 
Muhammad Ali had got sent to jail as the heavyweight champion of the world because he didn't go to the Vietnam War because he was protesting. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This has been going on forever. Like sports, politics, like you can't separate the two. Like everybody, it's been going on for all time. Well, you know, since Jackie Robinson and all of them started integrating sports. So, boom. But uh, shout out to her. Absolutely. And all she has done. Shout out to her. Bro, I think folks is really out here playing games with this Photoshop. What? What? You need to holler at Darren, too, and see how someone could do something like this. But someone played Jet Li out. That photo I seen, I was like, I tried not to laugh when I said, I was like, oh, no, nah. I was like, that ain't Jet Li. That wasn't him? I'm like, yo, it looked so much not like him. No, it didn't look like him at all. That's what I'm saying. I was like, yo, this can't be Jet Li. Because then his manager came out and said, like, nah, that was like a crazy picture. Like, it was lighting and, you know, bad posture or something that led to that. I'm like, nah, someone played you out with the Photoshop, bro. Like, because if these pictures I'm looking at is him. But they don't look that different from the pictures. Like that main picture. <laughs> it doesn't look. Hey, yo, this, nah, this can't be, this ain't Jet Li, bro. That's Jet Li. Bro, no way, son. They saying, like, cause his, his manager can't, I'm saying it's probably him, but someone had to do something with this photo, bro. Mirror, why his, do you feel like it looks bro, it his, looks that much different from that? Bro, he look oh he looked like Mr. Miyagi on this joint. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, yo, and Jet Lee was one of my favorite dudes, yo. Like he cause they said he was a little sick or whatever. So I'm like, nah, someone trying to play Jet out, yo. So I'm hoping they said he getting back in better health, so I'm hoping that's it. But I'm saying it's not him because his manager came out and said, yo, he does not look that old. Like you he know, he didn't what I'm saying? say that. He said that it was a bad picture of him. Bro, he hold on. Say... Let me find out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's find a quote. Cause they, they, nah, they tried to play this nigga out. They said Jet Li is completely fine. There's nothing wrong. Um, uh, he's not sick. He's not sick. It's bad lighting. That's more than bad lighting, bro. <laughs> he didn't Someone, say nothing about something, but nah, I had a longer quote earlier wow. though. But all I'm saying is, it was a horrible picture. It gotta be a horrible picture, bro. He he looks extremely old in this joint. He, he looks is. very old, like, and Asians don't really age like that. Not like that. So for him to be. Yo, if you listen to this, Google Jet Li and find that picture. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. They played my nigga Jet Li out. They did. He's the one. Romeo the must one. die. Romeo must die. Like, you, you're not finna play Jet Li out like that, bro. So, anyway. But when I'm telling, I'm saying that because you know you do photo shoots all the time. When we was in there with Darren, bro, mm-hmm. I seen how much he had changed. Like, I was like, dang. Like, and I. You know, it's one thing because you hear about it, but I was like, bro, like when he was in there really just playing, I was like, yo, you could really change mm-hmm. how someone completely looks mm-hmm. like with this stuff. So that's what I was saying. Someone had to fool around on that, but I don't know. I don't know. Folks I... out here getting catfished, bro. You seen what they did to Judge Judy last week? Gave her a heck of butt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, come on, bro. Judge Judy like, got a like, butt. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you out of pocket for this one. I was pretty out of pocket. That's mm. funny. 
But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And yeah. It's going to be. Shout out to all of that, man. Um, That's funny. What? He's only 55. He's 55? That's what they said? 55. <laughs> nah, bruh. But, bruh, you got to think he been doing action movies and getting... I mean, he just said, they said, yeah, but they said it was like, well, they said I haven't looked up the other disease, the hyper or something, they Mm -hmm. said, but that's wild, man. I hope he, I hope he good. Mm -hmm. I hope he good. Real spit. Um, all right. So I'm about to, first off, what was your thoughts? I have a question at the end of this. Mm. That I feel like it sparked some conversation. What was your thoughts, though, on the royal wedding? Did you watch any of it or, like, seen pictures, memes? Like, what's your... Honestly, I didn't I didn't watch any of it. I saw a couple of pictures and a couple of snippets. Um, I didn't really think too much about it. Like, everybody looked good. Like... They looked happy. Um, I don't know. The niggas was trying to call her a white woman. Then she pulled up with her moms, bro. And niggas was like, oh, no. That's a nigga for sure. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, I could tell, like, because I, you know, I talked to girls like that. Because she biracial, like, that was half black and half white. And they looked, they like, it was super light. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you could tell they was black. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was kind of like that. You know, one of them. You know who I thought was like that too when I first seen it was like Steph Curry's mom. Like mm-hmm. when I first seen it, I was like, is she like? And it was like, nah, Chris, once you when you look at it, it's like, yeah, she black Chris for Brown's sure. Chris Brown's mom too was super light like that. For real? Yeah. Yeah, so like when I seen it, I was like, oh no, bro, that's a nigga right there. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, I, I already knew I it, but when I seen her moms, I was like, and she looked just like her moms too. Yeah, I was she like, yeah, yeah that's definitely her. And then what further further was evidence was the singing ass niggas they had at the wedding they had a black ass choir at the did wedding. they really <laughs> that's lit i didn't know that i know didn't they have like a black um a black boy doing some type of instrument they probably did they had a whole bunch of black folks i mean like oh, okay. these niggas was in there singing Word. like they sounded like they was from Ebenezer Baptist Church. Word. Like that. That's lit. Yeah, it was. So I was like, okay, she ain't forgot. I see you, my nigga. You stupid. <laughs> I was like, she ain't forgot, bro. So, um, anyway, but what, I mean, what's your thoughts on, like, I, I don't know, like, people getting, like, hung up on this, like, this ain't my, like, main question, but it's just, like, what you, what you, what you kind of feel about that? Like, is it weird to just want to watch a wedding like where you don't know the people <laughs> like, like i don't know like if you did that in any other situation i feel like you'd be like nigga like if you don't get on like um i've never watched one i don't know because i think the other brother he got married too i think yeah i think you're right i watched kim kardashians that was on vh1 yeah something like that it's um, a little bit different is it I mean, that's still me watching someone I don't know. It's definitely still that. Definitely still that. And I feel like I've watched one, another one on TV before, but I think for me, it's it's almost like watching like 
the Met Gala or the awards, it's like seeing what people are wearing, mm-hmm. seeing who went, stuff like that. I think it's more so about that than it is me, like, being obsessed with their marriage and, like, what they're doing and what they're saying to each other. Is it a problem, you feel like, when people start getting like, oh, that's dope. I'm finna incorporate that into my wedding. And then you'd be like, but they had, like, a $2 billion budget. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Like, nah, you can't, you know, you don't want to kill no dreams, of course, but it's just like. So you gonna do it at a lower scale? Like, oh, what is it like? Yeah, basically. I mean, I feel like I get little wedding inspo from random. Stuff random joints, yeah. Yeah, I, feel, I definitely. Feel I think it's cool. I think that's that's healthy, and I think a lot of people like. I know someone that hasn't been to a wedding before ever, but mm. they've been to funerals. Mm. So it's just like, I feel like sometimes. That's like a completely new experience for some people. That That's might have been the never first thought about that. scene. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's good to watch. It. I don't think it's good to like idolize it or put too much on it. Yeah, but I think it's good to watch. So watch you it. wouldn't have been a nigga watching it at five a.m. Absolutely not. But you would have DVR'd it. Absolutely. Okay, I got yes. you. I feel you on that. Okay. Yeah. So getting into this, like, cause I I start. I, I feel you on that. So I start, you know, watching folks and, you know, I start doing my analyze. And then me and some of the homies was talking about this. Yeah. The male homies and the female homies. Yeah. And I feel like in our generation, like we heard it. We was at a wedding over the weekend. <clears throat> and the pastor has said, like, 70% of marriages fail. Like, 70% of people who get married end up getting divorced. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know the numbers was that high, bro. I didn't either. I didn't know it was that high, but it does make sense. Mm-hmm. It uh, it definitely does. I knew that it was high, but I just didn't know that it was that high. Mm-hmm. So, one, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think the divorce rate is so high? And two, do you think people, as I kind of do, I kind of think people are more into... <clears throat> the ceremony of getting married as opposed to the work of being married, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, with social media being such a big thing and you having, like, to see homegirls or, you know, people you went to school with getting married and they got the ultimate flex on Instagram. And, like, you know, people naturally, that's just, like, how human beings are. Sometimes they idolize, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or envy. You know, and then you got pressure from parents a lot of times like, oh, you should get married, yada, yada, yada. So do you think like sometimes I think it's I think it's twofold. I think sometimes it's a lot of people getting married for the flex of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to do this. Like, I want to be celebrated and have that attention Mm -hmm. as opposed to picking the right partner. And then sometimes I think it's just a lot of people doing it out of, I want to say, uh, I don't know where I'm kind of looking for for it, but just maybe, I don't know if they feel like they're running out of time or it's the pressure of it, so they just settle. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm kind of looking for. So I think people end up settling into marriage. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I think those is like two of the bigger reasons. Settling. And then, like, I think for more our generation, it's like niggas, like, they want the flex of it. <laughs> I'm serious, right. bro. I really do. I swear I do. I agree. I think it's also, too, people not communicating enough before a message and, like, communicating about different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're passionate about this and you have a job <laughs> in this field, but what if you get let go from that job and we really need you? Are you just going to get any type of job to make <laughs> ends meet? Or are you going to wait on a job that's in your field because you love doing that? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people need to have conversations like that a little mm-hmm. bit more. Oh, if our daughter did this, how would you react? Mm-hmm. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Because I feel like that's a lot of times what people um, come to realize, too. And it's like, wow, I didn't know that you would be like this with the kids. Or I didn't know you would be like this mm-hmm. when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that needs to get talked about. Beforehand. Beforehand. Mm. I feel you on that. I definitely I feel like. You know what? And I think it's a fear of like missing out, like too, in a sense. Like I think, I think people kind of fear the the dating process too now. Yeah. So I think sometimes people is afraid to ask questions, like, "Cause dang, I like this dude, or I think I like him, or I think I like her." So mm-hmm. maybe I don't even need to touch that. We won't talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like you said, like if you spending a lifetime with somebody, like them questions gonna get brought up eventually whether you like for it to happen or not like it happens sometimes at a family function or like things you know just randomly happen and things get brought up and then you're just like oh i didn't know you thought like that or you didn't do it like this so i didn't know you was this person and it's mm-hmm. like mm, it might be because you didn't ask mm-hmm. exactly that's true so i um, agree with you brother yeah but how you feel about that with like our our generation though like with the with the social media being involved like so much with like the relationship process these days you know what i'm saying like from the dates from day one to the anniversary to all of this to that you know all the way up to like the marriage side of the things you think that plays a role in people yeah i think social media sucks to be quite honest like it's just damn social media sucks it sucks it does it's just so like people rely on it too much people be on their phones too much people like it's just it's just too much people kind of like have taken a step back from reality um because of it and i think it does i think it could be used like positively but i think people like allow it to do a lot of damage Mm -hmm. and um yeah, a lot of, like, relationship, like, how you judge a relationship is almost, like, what it looks like on social media these days. It's used as a form of justification, almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, we popping, like, you know, are we good? You ain't seen our pictures type shit. Like, you ain't seen the Snapchat of me giving my mom 10 bands? Like, oh, let me show it to you real quick. You know, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, it's just like, bro, like... We would have believed you. We don't need to see it. All the extra stuff. All the extra stuff. You know, it's just like, it's just so extra. This generation is so extra. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I just think, 
I think folks really got to get down to the nitty gritty of it. It's like, yo, if you want your own royal wedding, man, you got to be ready to ask the tough questions Mm -hmm. and deal with the tough things, you know, Mm -hmm. and understand what you're not willing to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't even got to waste your time and nobody else's time. Yeah. Because I was like, God damn, 70% of people is getting divorces. That's ridiculous. But then when you think about it, it's like... A lot of the people you know already is like either divorced yep. or wasn't never married. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So. Exactly. Damn. Well, make a change, y'all. Make a change, y'all. Make a change. Make a change. So, anyway, anything you want to say before we get out of here, Mons? You know... I just appreciate you, brother. You like one of the most consistent <laughs> niggas I know, man. Amir is like literally one of the most consistent humans I've ever come across. This nigga gets on my nerves a lot. But you cannot take away his like persistence and consistency. Hey, yours either, dude. Appreciate you, dog. Keep it lit. Keep it lit. Oh, thanks for showing up. We didn't even tell him, but yeah, I did my uh commencement speech not commencement speech but yeah the black grad thing yeah! black grad thing my speech last week at skyline college that joint was dope was that your first time speaking at a graduation yeah dang yeah yeah, yeah. at that capacity as a keynote for yeah, sure that's wild yeah yeah that's yeah wild. so you big ups it. 2018 is a, it's gonna be a good year man mm-hmm. plenty of good stuff coming up don't let nothing deter you from your goals feel me so um, with that being said Move forward in positivity. Mm. Illuminate the darkness. Mm. Open up the pages of that book that you've been pushing away. Write the own pages or write your own pages to your story and your life. And when all else fails... Put a smile on your face and somebody else's. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's real. That was real intense. I kind of don't know. Are you still recording? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How am I supposed to like end it after you know before you say your your goodbyes? I mean, that was real. Uh, wow, is you done? You see me? Okay. <laughs> well, then I'll say to that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, take him to church one time, bro. Before we get out of here. If you gon' butter your biscuit, make sure it's whipped and room temperature. Hakuna Masada. <laughs> A piece.